Hey, what's up, everybody? Sean here, host of the Sensibly Cynical Podcast. Um, welcome to another On The Come Up interview, this time with singer, songwriter, and producer, Blusty. I'm going to see if I can't uh, bring him on right now. Blusty, what's going on, man? Oh, man, I'm, I'm feeling it. All right, so we'll talk about uh, your music career. Um, let's just get to it. When did you start in the game, man? So when I was in like third grade, I wrote my first song um, and it was called I Hate You Girl. And I was gonna like finish the song after school with my friend, the teacher found it, it like fell out of my folder. And she's like, who's this about? Like, is this like, do you need to talk? Is it good? And I'm like, oh, no, like, it's good. Um, and I didn't, uh, I didn't start writing music and like taking it professionally until uh, my senior year of high school. I put like my first song out on SoundCloud. Right, right, right. Now I listened to um, like three or four of your uh, hits, I guess on SoundCloud. And I gotta say, man, you give me uh, Aaron Carter. Do you know who that is? I actually don't know who that is, yeah. Okay, look him up, look him up. You give me Aaron Carter vibes. Right. I mean, that, that makes me seem old when you said you don't know who he is. But look him up. You give him, you give me kind of Aaron Carter type of vibes. Now let's dive into an actual like song, Hotel Lobby. Like, what was the origin behind that one? So Hotel Lobby was the first song I put out on Spotify. Um, that was like my song. It was, I was featured on it. It was fine. Um, and it was this idea like. I just do a lot of thinking. I'm kind of an overthinker. And I was like, man, what if I don't do well in music? What if I don't end up where I want to be? And what if, you know, I kind of go down this darker path and I I end up like my friends are successful and they kind of find me. That story was like, you know, I've found refuge in a hotel lobby. I don't have anywhere else to go. And my friend comes up to me and like asks me if I'm okay and like helps me out. It's kind of the the darker side of, of if things don't work out well. Right. So it's uh, kind of a, a relationship kind of vibe or like a club song? Man. Um, so it, it's funny because I always thought of it as just like, oh, I'll chill. I'll play this, you know, with the windows down and things like that. But people that kind of play it at parties and they all hear it and I'll be like, yeah. you know, I think of it as a song. <laughs> I think it just depends on like what people can belong to. So when was that? When did you start, uh, you know, releasing these? Because I saw Hotel Lobby, um, Drama. Was that all around the same time? So not this previous spring, but the one before it, I had done, um, I was opening for Jason Derulo and I had no music out. And right. I, I should probably put music out because I did this, I was doing performances, <laughs> but people can't go and listen to it. Um, so I dropped Hotel Lobby and All Alone at the same time. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's only been about a year and a half that I've been putting it out. Right. Um, so you said you opened for Jason Drill. Do you have any good stories from uh, getting started in the, in the industry, man? From getting started in the industry? I mean, it's funny because, like, I, I'm not used to having people, like, know me, but I don't them so when i first met this I, I met this guy i was going like rock climbing with my college and he's like oh i've always wanted to meet you in person and i, I didn't even register it i was like why 
like, you know, just music and things like that. I didn't even think about it. Um, that there were like people that knew about me that I didn't know. But <laughs> when you first started getting like noticed from people, what was your reaction? <laughs> like I was terrified to put songs out. And I, I yeah. put a song out and I used to use this distribution platform and I I'm not gonna say the name because I don't wanna like Oh of course. <laughs> <laughs> like Am I allowed to swear? I don't know if I'm allowed to swear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can swear. I mean, I don't care. It, it fucked up everything, and it didn't, like, drop. It it wanted the, like, title of the song and the artist in the album artwork. Yeah. I can't I can't do that with anything. So I had to – it only dropped SoundCloud. And I was like, oh, mm -hmm. I think this is going to be so bad. But I, I did a performance um, the same night for, like, 100 people. It was pretty small, but it was outside, and, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and that's when I had people come up to me afterward. They were like, oh, this is super dope. Like, I really like this. Yeah. And that's when I started to get a little more confident to feel good about what I was doing. Back in the day, like, before SoundCloud and stuff, like, um, I'm not going to say how old I am, but uh, anyways, I remember these things called um, CDs. Now, those things are around now. You just, I mean, they're around, but you know what I mean? They're not, like, as commonplace. So how do... Get, keep me up to date, Blusty. How do people, like, get noticed now? Do they hand out, like, do they send, um, you know, samples of SoundCloud music? Like, what's the method nowadays? That's that's a tough one. I feel like that's the code everyone's trying to crack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, social media, there's certain things that, that do better than others. Like, Instagram right now, that's, like, all Instagram wants you to post. That's the big algorithm thing. Uh, yeah post like daily but you gotta like you gotta really post every single day you know and that's something i've been mm -hmm. trying to develop but i think like also doing shows and just like doing shows opening for for artists that are bigger than you because then people associate you with them and they're like oh you know maybe he's he's got something going on you know right right because i um i had uh spencer kane and uh caleb leduc um on the podcast and uh, there was, he was saying, like, Caleb was saying, yeah, he just had his, um, like, uh, manager slide into Spencer's, like, DMs. <laughs> but, I mean, it's true. And Spencer, you know, has a following with Anthem Lights. But, uh, you know, and it's, I get that. Like, not like you're clout chasing, but I'm just saying, like, you're, you're trying to get to that next level. And, you know, there's certain people that are more helpful than others. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I mean, also, like, every artist is out here cloud chasing. Like, that's just part I mean, <laughs> I didn't want to be like that, dog. But <laughs> so some people are more helpful than others. So I, I've been working with Wadio Media, which is a mm. label out of New York City. And I'm, I'm not signed or anything, but I met them through a, a songwriters club and some of their managers and things I kept in contact with. And I feel like people in the industry can be helpful and like they've they've been super helpful but there are other artists who i've talked to who have been bigger who mm -hmm. have just not been as helpful i feel like talking to to like booking agents managers things like that is more helpful than talking to other artists because mm -hmm. when you artists all have their specific brand and their way of doing things so if you you want someone who can work with multiple people and things like that i also think just like asking your friends like what do you want or like responding to dms like yeah okay did you like this what did you not like about this because it's, it's mm -hmm. about the people that listen to the music right 
Now you can plead the fifth and uh, to this next question. I don't care. But how did the name Blusty uh, start? Yeah. So my full name is Evan Blust, and it was like seventh grade, and my track mm-hmm. field coach called me Blusty, and it was just something that I was like, I've never had a nickname because like Evan Blust, like where where do you go with the nickname from there? It's not like mm-hmm. you can really shorten it or anything. Um, and people called me that for a while. And then it got to the point where I was going to release music. And I was with my group of friends. And I was like, hey, can I, can we release this under Blusty? Like, are you guys cool with that? And like, yeah, like, it sounds different and everything. And people, like, know my full name and <laughs> realize, like, yeah. it came from my last name, which I think is hilarious, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we got, we got some, uh, some commenters. Um, Sensibly cynical and blusty. I right, that's what's up. Do you know any of these? Like, do you know these people, or are they just uh, fanboys? No, no. These are all so like I try and stay up to date with with my. Um, like, who do you got like as an inspiration? Like, what keeps you going? Like, you know what I mean? Inspiration. I mean, okay. If we're talking like musical inspiration, when I first started writing music, there was this artist, yeah. Goody Grace. I'd recommend everyone to look him up. His voice, his voice is what got me. Like he wrote these songs where he would sing over like a trap beat. And that's the first I had heard that like pop kind of over the trap style. And I was like, Mm -hmm. I really like this. I really fuck with this. Uh, Black Bear, I always like Black Bear. I feel like he's very relatable. in terms. Right, I'm a big EDM. Uh, He's kind of gotten to the EDM. Yeah, I like Black Bear. Uh, Dirty Laundry, you heard that one? Oh, dirty laundry so good. I went through a a phase where I was talking to some some toxic. So Blackbird was. I used to play that song all the time at like work. I had an old job. I was doing like uh, like an overnighter, and I would go around and be like playing like in my dirty laundry, <laughs> and all my friends were like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he he only blew up. I want to say he only blew up because of hot girl bummer like uh three yeah two and a half years ago now whatever um if staying on on inspiration i tend to write songs mostly about like my relationships it's just kind of like the artists that i listened to when i was younger that's that's what they did you know that's to me music, mm-hmm. a way to like relate to them and feel feel like okay like i'm not the only one having this experience i'm not the only one having this luck I feel like also just relationships and then um, some emotions. I think it's hard to just write about an emotion without time right. to vent. Mm-hmm. Well, give me a list of artists, man. Like, what's in your playlist right now? Right now, what's in my playlist? Oh, this girl just showed me this song called So Pretty, and I cannot tell you the artist. I forgot. But it's so um, I've been listening to a lot of Tory Lanes. I absolutely love Tory Lanes. I got the Chicks Tape 5. Like, <laughs> nice, <over>. man. <laughs> <laughs> that, shit, that shit's fire, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, this is the third interview like on the Come Up series. How I started this was I was like, you know what? I interview a lot of, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast, but I interview a lot of musicians and I was like, you know what? A lot of them started, you know, like similarly, I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do a series where I interview like people that just started um, or whatever, you know what I mean? That's like a platform 
and you fit that. I mean, your, your songs are awesome, man. I just want to give you, you know, props on, um, you know, the game, man, you're doing, you're doing, uh, well for yourself, bro. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. I do see a lot of artists start thinking, like, I feel like you got to start, drop your first song on SoundCloud. It's horribly mixed. It's recorded on a laptop in your room. Like, you think, mm -hmm. you think it's so fire. And then, like, three days later, you're like, man, I got to take this down. This is bad. I can do <laughs> Take, like, a year and a half to actually put mm -hmm. a mixed, mastered song out. You get, like, really picky about it. Um, <laughs> hey man, I interviewed I interviewed um, Emily Gabriel. I think y'all would look her up. Emily Gabriel, I'll write that down as well. Yeah, she's from uh, she's from New York City, but uh, it's Gabriel with an E at the end, so G A B R I E L E. And uh, I think y'all I think y'all could put together like you know legit like she's a she's kind of like not acapella, but she's like like you know acoustic kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I've been trying to write more more acoustic songs that have unreleased right now that I've at least performed. I like to perform them and just kind of like, they're a good like sit down in between some of the more upbeat songs, take a breath, drink some water, do, acoustic song. Do you feel like people resonate with the more like acoustic songs? Like it's like a one-on-one -on -one conversation with like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like when I was younger, I would like the ones that spoke to you like indirectly you know what i mean yeah i mean not i i've found i wanted to i've released a lot of like happier music recently but i write right. a lot of sad music my sad songs have, have done the best and i find that ev not everyone's happy but at least everyone has a little bit of sadness everyone has something that that's going on whether it be like mm -hmm. super stressing them out or they just like don't have that girl or it's it's like a whole array of things, right? And it, but everyone's got some sadness, so I think that's why sad songs do so well. Really, just get in your bag and feel good about yourself. Well, yeah, we're coming out of the pandemic and everything like that, and I feel like that that period really like changed the game as far as you know. You had to stand out more. Like podcasting has become really, really difficult to push through because they were, I, I forgot the data, but like podcasts like doubled because people were staying at home. I feel like the same thing with like music, like it's harder to differentiate um, them, people from themselves. Cause you know, of course auto tune. So do you feel that's the case, especially post pandemic or really before then that it's harder to break free? Man, that's, it, it's hard because people had a lot of time on their hands and they realized like, right. I can do this too. Um, and I, I think that's kind of a, a poor way to get into something is to think like, I can do it too. Like you gotta, you gotta enjoy it and you can tell, you know, you can tell who enjoys it and who really has a good time with it. But right. I, I do think it is harder to stand out. It's, it's very saturated market. Um, even when like, like you think of when SoundCloud came out, I'm going to talk about Black Bear a little bit because obviously like, He's one of my, my inspirations, one of my favorites. He, he blew up on SoundCloud. He was one of the first artists to, like, really do well. And now, like, you don't hear as much about artists blowing up on SoundCloud. You hear about, like, some remixes and things, like the Big Booty remix, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, but to, to the original is, I think you just got to be yourself. Like, stop trying to, my people, stop trying to, like, 
put a brand to yours and just be yourself because that's what your brand is. That's how you're going to be mm-hmm. authentic, you. Yeah. Do you feel like TikTok has kind of became a platform? TikTok has become a platform, but it's hard. I think it's a lot harder than, than people understand, too, because you can post a song that you put hours and hours into and get right. that comments, get like four likes on one dude that comments mid, you know, and you're like, oh, <laughs> that's cool. But like, you got to yeah. every single day, you got to catch the algorithm. People like, like Nick D did really well. He caught the algorithm early on um, when it was kind of like that. Every video was random, but now you mm-hmm. have to show TikTok loyalty. It's it's very loyal to people that post often. It likes people that use the app, which is like understandable as a business. Yeah, the algorithm. I feel like people like like they think they understand it, and then TikTok will throw them for a loop. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's like. So I I actually study digital marketing at college um and the algorithms are constantly changing the main thing do a speech app ads you got to use it so that's why instagram reels are big because that's like that's the newest feature that instagram added so everybody it wants you to stay on the app longer too right so you get an mm-hmm. instagram reel you're watching a video you're not just liking a photo you're engaged. and it's loop yeah yeah <laughs> well attention spans have gotten kind of <laughs> shorter too so that's why these like, I forgot what it is, but it's like 15 seconds. Or if something doesn't hook you in like 10 or 15 seconds, then it's a wrap. They'll like swipe. It's like, well, TikTok, it's the first like two seconds of the video. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is insane because it used to be like Vine was seven second videos. Right? So Vine, mm-hmm. Vine was cool because you didn't have to worry about making a bigger video, but now you have like, like TikTok gives you the option for bigger videos. So you're like, but mm-hmm. I make a longer. And it's just like, people really don't care. That's what you gotta, mm-hmm. people don't care unless they think that you're the same person. Like, I feel like a lot of my friends will listen to artists and be like, that's who I am. Like when, when, when Drake said that, whatever, big generic example, but like when Drake said that, I felt that I'm the same mm-hmm. person. They want to feel that way. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about your most recent song, Tease, that came out beginning of the year. Uh, what's the story behind that one? So I have, I have one song that I released more recently than that, but I would love to talk about Tease. Cause oh, sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize that. You can, yeah, let's talk about Tease. <laughs> yeah, no, no worries. I, I love talking about Tease anyways. So I wrote it last summer. Um, I basically, I was in this kind of toxic relationship with this girl I met on like Tinder of all places. Uh, and I woke up to this text from her and it was like a mirror selfie that said, I'm lonely. And I was like, I don't know, just like, I was like, okay, cool. So my, my producer FaceTimed me later in the day, probably I don't. Yeah. Um, and he's like, yo, let's, I have this loop, send me a loop. Mm-hmm. And I sang over the loop, and I'm like, oh man, I don't know what to write with this. I'm like, wake me up in the morning, tell me that you're lonely. And I was like, kind of writing about that relationship with her. I got into more detail throughout the song. Um, it was it was just about a, a text I received, though. Like really. 
<laughs> like, all right, this is cool. Let's let's just go with it. Um, is a lot of your songs like that, like spontaneous? Yeah, I write. I find it in the okay. In the past, I found it harder to write songs in the moment and, and what I'm feeling in the moment. Like all alone was about a girl that I was stuck on for a while, and I couldn't write all right. until I was kind of over her. Because I I feel like you can, like hindsight's twenty twenty. you can really see the story that happened, the emotions you went through. Recently, mm-hmm. I've been writing a lot more songs in the moment, and I'll just like mm-hmm. drink, and I'll just kind of relax. And if I'm not feeling it, I'm not feeling it. I'll skip really quickly through loops, right. like through melodies in my head, um, until like I get that, that magic, the butterflies, or I'm like, okay, this is going to be crazy. I got to work with this. Yeah, how's the party scene up there, man? I haven't been to New York, but I, and besides the city, like, is that a misnomer? Like, people think that, oh, it's just the city. Like, do you, you see what I'm trying to say? Like, how's the scene up there? It is not, it is not the city. I mean, Syracuse. <laughs> oh, so you're, saying, so you're saying it's right then, that it's only good in the city. <laughs> oh, nah, I was talking, so... My, I know some people up kind of in like the Adirondack region that are in like really, yeah. and they will get tons of people together and just like burn a mattress in the woods. And when what? burning the party's over and they just, they just burn it and, it, and you're like, go. It's, it's better in cities because you get more people, you get like the clubs and things like that, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> College seems really good. I can't lie. So, <laughs> yeah, when I was in college in uh, in in, uh, in Florida, man, like that was back in the day, man. But uh, I like if you were, I went to UCF in Orlando, and uh, dude, if you were an athlete at the school I went to at UCF, bro, you got like VIP bottles. Like, they, is that like that up there too? Like, if you're known, you get the hookup. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't gotta disclose your secrets, bro. You don't got to. So I didn't. I didn't think it was that way. Obviously, like athletes, Sienna's a deep school. So like we we love our athletes. Um, but what school is that? What school do you go to? Sienna College in Albany. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm familiar. It's got like. Are, let me guess. The actually, you know what? I'm pretty good at at knowing mascots, but I don't know that one. I've heard of the school. Yeah, so we're the Saints, but it's it's the same. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyways, continue. Sorry. Yeah. So I didn't know. Like, I didn't think I had that privilege. I was like, I'm not like known well enough on campus. And so one of my best friends, she's a model, and she's gonna. Mm-hmm. She's friends with everybody. She just talks to everyone. She knows everyone. But mm-hmm. she's like, we're just gonna walk into this house, and I'm. I don't <laughs> do that. Like, and we just walked in. Mm-hmm. We can't. So I don't I don't know if I could get away with that everywhere, but <laughs> some places I can, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, hey, man, you got some notoriety. You got some uh, cloud, as we were saying, man. You got to take advantage of it, bro. Just, just a little bit. Yeah. Hey, man, as an older guy, you know, as someone older, enjoy it while you have it, man. I know people say that. I know it's cliche from, like, from older people, but it's true, man, because I – because it goes like this. I know you get tired of hearing it, but it's true. Oh, I'm a senior now, and I can't even, like, it's too fast. Like, I feel like I'm, I'm running out of time quick. It's, it's crazy 
it's it's spooky to think like I gotta like yeah. find a place to live, find a job, find things. I don't bro, know. you got no clue. Wait until you're near thirty and then and then you'll understand where I'm coming from. <laughs> but uh it's hey, talk about talk about your newest song. Uh my newest song is called Different Kind of Girl. I wrote it last semester. I was kinda just hanging out. I, I found this like little retro beat. I was like, Oh, this is super cool. I really like Carly Rae Jepsen. I loved her. Mm -hmm. but I was I was a huge fan. Um, and it gave me those kind of vibes. And I, I wanted to write about like the simplicity of, of finding a relationship when it's your first one, when you're in like right. high school, whatever, and you don't, there's no pressure because you haven't been in another relationship. You don't know what's right. You don't know what's wrong. You're just kind of going with the flow. Uh, and mm -hmm. the whole vibe for it. I, I laid down, so I wrote the song. I laid down to take a nap. And then right. sleep because I was really excited that I wrote the song. So I called up <laughs> the owner of the WVCRs, uh, Sienna's radio, also like one right. of the region radios. And I was like, yo, man, like, what are you doing right now? Because and it ended up turning into this huge performance that we had at the end of the year. I could like mm -hmm. release the song the day of and we could talk about it. I did a shoot and everything um absolutely some of the most fun i've had with a release of us <laughs> yeah man i know you talked about it a little bit but uh before we wrap up here uh do you got any other advice for new artists other advice for new artists um don't don't take everything too seriously don't be a perfectionist so hard that that you're not releasing anything and recently I, this is what i've been going through is where I can listen to a song a hundred times and I, it's different every time and there's something I want to change and you know, and I could send it to my engineers and my friends and they're like, Evan, this is like, this is dope. Like you just got to put it out. Just like mm -hmm. music, music should be fun. Right. So just make sure you're having fun with it along. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to release an EP this next year or talk about the future. Uh, so I'm looking to release a project and originally I was going to call it Blusty and Friends. <laughs> that's good i like that it was just gonna be me and it was gonna feature like tons of people right it was just gonna be all the people i know features right just yeah and and then my mom of all people like yo there's this really good album that was released like a while ago in the early 2000s that's a similar name it's called barney and friends and I, yeah that's what i was thinking i'm like <laughs> so i can't call it that anymore i totally have to come with a new name but that's that's on the way um, I've got songs with, yo, I have the list. I have the list. Um, there's like 21 mm -hmm. that I want to put on it. And I'll just, I'll shout out some like names from Syracuse and things. So like Big Nate. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, the platform is yours. Uh, I got listeners, you know, in uh, most of the states, but I have a decent New York. Hell yeah. Yeah, I want to put like Big Nate on it. Uh, Mike e, there's this artist called Freestyle. Um... Carlin Feck, uh, G Rhodes. I mean, the list. <laughs> there's people from San Francisco. There's people from right Syracuse. So I got it all. I'm really excited. For it. All right, man. Well, where can people uh, uh, look you up, man? I always tell people Spotify. Um, Spotify's best. Apple Music, obviously, same thing. Um, and then Instagram. I, I started making some videos on YouTube as well. So the whole nice. thing, anywhere you want to look, I'm, I'm there.
Uh, social media handles? Uh, Blusty Official, B-L-U-S-T-Y Official. Mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's it for everything. I mean, TikTok's like Blusty Music, I think. Um, but if you yeah. Blusty, you'll find me. Uh, if you search so, Blusty, sometimes uh, Google thinks you're searching Busty and it gives you some weird <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, <laughs> right, right. Right. All right, man. Well, thank you uh, for coming on uh, today. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. And uh, yeah, man, I'll uh, tag you and everything when this uh, when that when the audio releases. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Have a good uh, rest of your weekend. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Peace. Peace. All right. Peace. All right. There you go. Another on the come up interview in the books. Once again, I would like to thank Blusty for coming on the podcast today. Check us out on Twitter at Cynical Sensibly, Instagram Sensibly Cynical Pod, and you can check out our Facebook page. We are available wherever you get your podcasts, so please subscribe. Coming up next on the podcast is my interview with American Idol alum, Kate Watson. She is an amazing artist out of the Lone Star State, Texas, of course. Be on the lookout for that. But until then, please stay safe and take care.